Hey, it's Eric from Alabama. And I'm Jerry, also in Alabama. We want to welcome our listeners from the United States and around the world. This is a special edition of It's Another Sunday Podcast. my friend. Hello, Jerry. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? I am doing well. Hey, this is, as we said, a special edition of It's Another Podcast. It is great to see you finally. Yes, in person. And uh, this is episode number 51, counting down to our one-year anniversary. So it is... A pleasure to finally get to do our very first podcast episode together in the same room, seven feet apart, here in beautiful Alabama. Yeah, how was the trip down? The trip was actually, uh, it's been a great trip so far. Um, Made several stops, left on a Wednesday at about 3.30 in the morning, and the first leg of the trip, about 12 hours, stopped over in um, in Virginia, Radford, Virginia, uh, another beautiful part of the country, right off of I-81 and through the mountains, and uh, stayed in this wonderful hotel with uh, pool tables and shuffleboard uh, tables, and this interesting pancake maker that I'll probably talk about at some point that I really want to own. Uh, stayed there for the night, then headed out the next morning down to uh, um, Nashville, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Spent the night out there. Uh, hit, a, hit a little bit of traffic. I believe the CMAs were going on in Nashville, so I really stayed out of the downtown Nashville area because that was just a shit show. But uh, And then... Woke up and drove three hours here to um, the beautiful state of Alabama. And it is absolutely beautiful. I mean, what do you think of this place that I've kind of rented for a couple days? Well, it's a really nice place, and especially out in the country. And it's a beautiful day today. Um, Yeah, I think you picked a good place. I was very lucky. Uh, This was one of those Travelocity.com things. It's very similar to an Airbnb. It's actually an entire house, and I have the entire top floor. And there's several rooms, as you saw, a huge bedroom, living room area. And I don't know how many acres that is, but it's got to be five or six acres of land that this guy, I'm not good at that. You probably know, but it's, it's a lot bigger than my backyard. Yeah, it's a nice it's a nice little place out here. Trees, the koi pond, there's a hammock out there that I don't dare try to get into. It might take the trees down. Uh, yeah, it's just absolutely beautiful. A little different from from what you're used to. Oh, absolutely. The first thing I noticed here was trees. <laughs> we don't have a lot of trees in Boston. Um, so I noticed that. I also noticed something else I thought was kind of interesting is street lamps. 
these country roads here, when I was coming in last night, and we had dinner last night, and coming back, there's no street lamps. There's no, no street lights, nothing. It's like pitch black, the road. It's a two-lane windy road that with two, I call them ditches. I don't, is that what you call them on the side of the road without car drills, right? And man, I, I could just see having a couple of beers and somebody just ending up in those ditches. Does that happen a lot here? Uh, from time to time, but not a lot. You all know how to drink and drive, right? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it's, um, but you know, you come, come into, onto the property and, uh, uh, the moon was out, of course, the stars and stuff. I mean, again, you go out on my back porch or my backyard and you look up in the sky and you don't see a lot of stars, you know, so, uh, and very quiet, very quiet out here. I mean, there's, uh, a few turkeys were running around out there earlier, but, um, aside from that, this is beautiful. I, I, it's a good vacation spot, uh, for me. I don't think I could ever leave the city, but, and we're actually not that far from the city, from a city here, uh, where I am, but, um, just absolutely tranquil. The owner here is, is just marvelous. Um, I haven't heard a peep out of anybody, um, yeah, this is really good. But I'm really excited that I'm sitting here across from you and, and talking to you and seeing you for the first time. You look great. Oh, well, thank you. You do, too. I can tell your your um, your regimen has been working well for you. <laughs> Thanks. It's nice to be noticed. Um, and it's not just a bunch of bunk uh, that I was talking about. Uh, no, I feel great. Um it was. Uh, it's a bit of a challenge to to drive uh, to drive down uh, the highways to get here and pass all the fast food places. And and by the way, here's another thing I noticed: every exit has a Cracker Barrel. Now we have one in Massachusetts, and I think the ratio of Dunkin' Donuts Massachusetts to Cracker Barrels here is probably about the same. I mean, in, in, as I said before, in Massachusetts, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a Dunkin' Donuts. Um, I, I kind of noticed the same thing here with the. Uh, with the uh, Cracker Barrels. And by the way, no shot no shot at Cracker Barrel. They have great food and some really interesting products on their shelves. I had to go all the way to Nashville, Tennessee to find my favorite drink, Cheerwine. And it happened to be at the, the Cracker Barrel. And, and I picked up some Goo Goo's for you. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, sure. Um, I've never had a Goo Goo before. Um Folks are going to have to Google what a goo-goo is. And, uh, Be careful with that one, folks. <laughs> well, I think more the poutine that we had yeah. for dinner last night than, <laughs> than the goo-goos. But uh, folks who follow me on Instagram can get a picture of the poutine uh, dish that we, um, that we had last night. Very interesting, and we'll leave it at that. Uh, but it was delicious. It, it, sometimes the worst-looking food has like the best taste to it, you know, um, not quite as, not quite as, uh, not quite as good as uh, bone marrow <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that I had a few months ago, but, uh, it was, it was a lot of fun. So you, you, uh, I, I was asking you outside about, uh, showing you around the property and you're just kind of looking like, yeah, 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 it's just, this is normal for you. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I live out in the country, and it's nice to have a place out in the country just to get away from all the hustle and bustle and enjoy nature for a little while. And, you know, at night, especially on a clear night this time of year, 
you can see the stars like you talked about or whatever and, and watch the planets and where they're moving and all that kind of stuff. It's just nice to to get out and and get away from all that movement. Got to be time, get something done all the time or whatever. It's nice to relax. Well, definitely that. I, I probably had the best sleep of, uh, of the trip here. Uh, at this um, at this house, um, again, very quiet. Not even a plane. I have not seen or heard a plane. So apparently, we're not in a an area where planes fly over. I know there's an airport here in the county, but probably for smaller planes. Uh, but the closest airport is what? Probably Birmingham or Montgomery or Birmingham. Yeah. Birmingham. So yeah, they're, they're, we're definitely not even in a flight path. And where I live, I'm literally. Uh, depending on the wind in uh, in a landing flight path, and I'm 15 miles from the airport, so yeah, very very uh, very nice. I, I'll post some pictures of uh, the of the house and uh, the property uh, out on my Instagram page for folks who follow me and can take a look and see how beautiful it is here. And I I don't want to leave. I'm only here for three days. Uh, to hang out with you and uh, record. Uh, a few episodes of our podcast, and we're actually going to spend uh, tomorrow night with um, in uh, Opelika. Am I saying that right? Yeah, that's Opelika. That, yeah, uh, over at the uh, to see the Simon and Garfunkel story with our friend Taylor Bloom will be performing. So that ought to be uh, exciting as well. <coughs> so, what's been going on? How's things going for you? Uh, going well. Um. Just same old working. Um, that's about it. Keeping busy with work. Yes, always. That's uh, keeps you out of trouble, though. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I got a funny story. So I went out this morning to uh, to get uh, to get a nice coffee. And uh, there's a McDonald's. <clears throat> I actually did a tour. I, I, I went, just for the listeners, and, and I know you know this, uh, I, I went uh, out to uh, Calera. So when I first, we met because of your friend Phil and uh, a tour that I was on with the with this storybook character a number of years ago. So my first stop was Calera, Alabama, which isn't far from where we are right now. And one of the railroads over there. And so I was out there kind of touring around, and, and I'll talk about that motel in a second. I did go by what used to be that motel, and uh, half of it is still there, um, unoccupied, I believe. But uh, So I, I went to um, a McDonald's to get, um, to get my iced coffee this morning, and I'm, I'm not sure if I was doing something unusual, but I simply asked for a large black iced coffee. And they they asked me, uh, what flavor? And I said, no, just plain black iced coffee. You want cream and sugar in that? No, thank you. Just pl- You drink it like that? I'm like, yes. You don't want any flavor in it. I'm like, it's like a two-minute conversation about, you know, a dollar, a dollar coffee. Do people not drink black coffee or? No, they do. They, okay. they drink black coffee down here. Okay. So it must have been somebody who. Now, let me ask you, it's iced coffee. I know it's a lot of iced tea in the South, but is iced coffee. 
Mm, not that I know of it being super popular. Um, it's usually, yeah, usually like, well, I say that Starbucks does a lot of the ice, iced coffee kind of stuff. Um, but, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It's not unusual. So and the reason I asked, when I was in Texas a number of years ago, and we went to a Dunkin' Donuts, probably the only one in Houston at the time, and we we went into the Dunkin' Donuts and ordered a nice coffee, and he kind of looked at us kind of weird, and the first thing he said was, you must be from New England. Um, we said, well, yeah, actually we are. He says, well, and he pulls out a milk, a gallon milk jug with iced coffee in it. And he poured it in that. And he said that you guys, in, you know, we told him we were in town. He was from Massachusetts. He had moved to Houston. He opened up a Dunkin' Donuts. He said, iced tea is a big thing. That's what the big, they had the big vats of iced tea, but no big vats of iced coffee. So he said, if you're going to be here every day, I'll make, I'll make these up for you every day. So we went every day and we got our, got our Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee. Uh, and he made it the way I always wanted to make it. Hot coffee poured over ice and just keep, you know, instead of the way they make it now, which is it's kind of manufactured cold. And uh, but I would prefer a fresh pot of coffee on top of ice. So and that's what he did for us. So that's why I thought maybe it was weird. I was asking for something that's kind of unusual in Alabama. Well. Is it popular in New England? More than iced tea, yes. Iced coffee is very popular, I think, in New England. And you're supposed to pour it over ice. No, no. Well, the way they make it, I believe, in, in the Dunkin' Donuts and probably the other places, is that they brew it and then they put it in these bags, these huge, um, like, bladders, and they put them in this machine and it just keeps it cold, and that's how they do it. I prefer, because I don't know how long it's sitting there. I prefer, if I can get them to do it, is to put a cup of full of ice, pour the hot coffee in it, and then add ice because obviously the ice will melt as you put the hot coffee in it. Uh, I don't ask for that very often. <clears throat> in fact, it's been a long time. But that's what this guy in Houston did for us because he said he didn't serve iced coffee. He said he never got really got a whole lot of uh, requests for iced coffee. I think he made the iced coffee for himself because he was from New England. But to answer your question, yes, New England... Iced coffee is more popular, I think, than iced tea. Uh, if you drink iced tea in New England, typically you're probably buying in a can out of a 7-Eleven or something like that. And uh, unless Duncan runs a special, you know, two times the points or a dollar for a large or something, iced tea, they'll sell the iced tea. But um, but I think iced coffee is more more popular. And black coffee is not unusual. Iced but it, apparently it was to this to this uh, to this clerk today. So I thought that was kind of kind of funny. Well, it's mostly like like a Starbucks, um, you know, does a lot of the with the flavors and the whipped cream on top and right. all that. You know, pumpkin spice season is going on. You know, whatever. So there's all oh. the, there's that's popular. Um, in fact, I'll get some weird looks sometimes if I go into one of those kind of um, hipster coffee places and ask for just a regular black coffee and they just kind of look at me like, uh, <laughs> do you know what we do here? <laughs> can, can you actually get a real 
ice, um, a real black coffee, a real cup of coffee at a Starbucks. I didn't think they mm-hmm. made coffee. You can. I yeah. don't know what that crap is, mm-hmm. but it. You know, I mean, the closest thing I think is Americano or something, right? If, and I haven't been in a Starbucks in a long time. Me either, yeah. But the, everything, I mean, in fact, I can remember Starbucks lines being so crazy. And this again in Texas when I was on tour. Starbucks lines were so crazy, and I need coffee in the morning. That I used to go to Dunkin' Donuts down the street, get a nice coffee to stand in line to wait for coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Credit for that joke to um, the late John Panette. But it is true. It is true. The, the Starbucks lines in, in the South and, and any place other than New England were crazy. We have a few up, up north, but not, not many Starbucks. Uh, and Krispy Kremes had them. Didn't last. Six months, they were gone. I believe there's one more that's coming back uh, in New England uh, in, this winter. But Krispy Kremes don't. Don't make it because of Duncan. Now, Duncan has great coffee, in my opinion. Krispy Kreme have great donuts, in my opinion. Duncan donuts stink. So it would be almost like the old days where we used to go to Burger King for the burgers and then McDonald's for the fries. <laughs> and now I'm getting hungry. <clears throat> Not on my regimen, by the way. But anyway, enough about coffee. Better than the weather. <laughs> I guess, Which, yes. by the way, is beautiful here. This you, this is what you were talking about on a recent show. Mm-hmm. It's like the heat in the house was on <clears throat> today. Um, this this house has central heat, and there's a little air conditioning unit in the corner, but uh, they had a heat cranked, and I looked, and I went, it's only 58 degrees. And they were like, you were cold. So not you, but the folks in the house. So, Well, people in Alabama live for this time of year. I, this is beautiful. I mean, I went out with a with a coat earlier, and I just took it off. I was sitting out over by the koi goldfish pond out here, and uh, just just listening to silence and taking some notes and a few pictures, and and just um, saying this is this is beautiful weather. This is this is truly fall weather. So, should I tell the story about the motel? <laughs> Haven't you told that Um, before? I haven't been by this motel, and I don't know. Did I have I told this story? I think you have on the podcast. Yeah, you've mentioned it. I think about trying to every time you pass it, taking a picture. You wanted to send me a picture or something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's not there anymore. (laughs) It's an empty slab. They finally tore it down. Yeah, Um, I'm sorry I missed that. Uh, I would have loved to have swung the axe. Uh, yeah, that that was going back a number of years, uh, more than 10 years ago when I first tour to Alabama. And uh, we spent 26 nights, 26 nights in that dump. And the other place, the newer portion of that motel is still there, but it, I don't think it's occupied. So they'll probably knock that down next, right? Uh, Yeah, I guess. And uh, 26 nights, five guys in one room. We had no money, right? The tour was, was like... The first thing, the first thing we ever did, we had four months, I think, or three months to prepare for fifty-two shows. Um, some of them, five or six of them, on the same weekend. It was really a chore uh, to do, and we had a great crew. And so, five of us drove uh, down here from New England area, and I think we had a, a gentleman from North Carolina picked him up on the way. And five of us in that one room. This was a this was a days in, I think it was right days in. And, and one, we had mattresses on the floor. Somebody was sleeping in the bathtub. 
and we came during bath season. And uh, we were all out on the front. Uh, in the, well, the parking lot, the car, you parked the car right up to the door. And we were all out there talking, not making a lot of noise, no music, just kind of talking like you and I are now. And we got a complaint from the front office that we were being too loud. It was 8 o'clock at night, and the bass fishermen had to sleep. <laughs> so we were asked to be quiet at 8 o'clock at night. <clears throat> and then the next morning, I think I mentioned, we woke up. There was no hot water uh, because they uh, they told us the fishermen left at 3, 3 o'clock in the morning, and they used up all of the hot water in the entire complex. So, needless to say, we ended up going to the to work without showering, and it was, I don't know, 100 degrees <laughs> in the middle of July, right? So, anyway, that was the story. But I was kind of sad that I saw an empty slab, but it did bring back memories. But, listen, if it wasn't for that tour, you and I wouldn't be sitting here, right? So, anyway. Well... Uh, I think we've come to the end of this episode, and uh, next week's episode in uh, uh, will drop on uh, November twenty eighth. It's going to be our one year anniversary. We'll talk a little bit about, we'll talk a lot about how we got started, and we'll um, uh, we may even uh, we may even rebroadcast that short first episode that we ever did as uh, as the podcasters, and uh, kind of talk about the journey and how we got here, and so on and so forth, and whatever. So. But great to see you again. I'm so uh, so excited that we finally are able to do this. It's been a long time coming. Yeah, it's good to see you. I'm glad you came down. All righty. Well, until next week, I will leave you with the final word. Roll Tide, roll with the changes. It's Another Sunday Podcast is produced by Eric and Jerry. Music is composed and performed by Tom Blaze. Check out Tom Blaze's YouTube channel at Tom Blaze for all of his new content. That's going to do it for episode number 51. Join us next week for a very special one-year anniversary episode. Thanks for listening.